Hello, everybody. This is Barry Feeker, the Executive Director of the Topeka Rescue Mission. Welcome to our community, our mission. We're here from the Topeka Rescue Mission to just kind of talk about current topics. And today we have a very current topic that really is uh, involving all of us in the Western culture. And uh, that is what's going to happen tomorrow. Kim Turley, Director of Volunteers and Events. Welcome. Hello. So today is February 13th, 2020. Yes, and it is. so, Kim, tell me, what is tomorrow? Um, well, there's two things. This there's is, one. Mm, this, <laughs> talk, talk, talk about the universal one. Uh, Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah. So, Kim, what have you got for your husband for Valentine's Day? Uh, a nice dinner? A nice dinner. I, I don't know. Uh-huh. You I don't, know. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I mean, that's tomorrow. Maybe breakfast, actually. Maybe, I don't know. It's a surprise, right? Uh-huh. A surprise. Well, since he's sitting here on the mixing <laughs> board right next to you, I guess that's kind of unfair for you to broadcast to everybody what you're going to be doing for Josh tomorrow. So, yeah. So, anyway. Well, don't ask me what I'm doing. So, I haven't figured it out yet either. And I think that's why they made Dylan's and hy V. Oh, yeah. And why places stay open really, 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 really late. It's true. Yeah. Well, and Chick-fil-A does these little heart-shaped containers full of their little chicken mini biscuits and then also their chicken nuggets. Awesome. Product placement for Chick-fil-A. Yep, there we go. Thank (laughs) you. And they are a great supporter of Topeka Rescue Mission. (laughs) And uh, so, uh, yeah, so, yeah, tomorrow is Valentine's Day. And there's just a lot of different things that people think about uh, this time of year. Mm -hmm. Um, And um, some people are very lonely. Valentine's Day, like sometimes they are on Christmas and other holidays and things that we celebrate. And um, in the Topeka Rescue Mission, we have folks that um, are pretty lonely in this time of their life. Mm -hmm. Um, The approximately 250 people that stayed here last night, uh, men, women, and children, and people who come to us. And one of the things that God has gifted us was the ability to help them through their time of loneliness. Even sometimes volunteers and staff get lonely too. That's true. Yeah. uh, and so we have an opportunity um, to just talk about really what does love look like. And people through um, this holiday, um, um, and I really do think they ought to make it a holiday where everybody gets a day off, but, you know, <laughs> they haven't got there yet. Um, but um, I think that it gives us an opportunity on this podcast to just talk about what, what does God say about mm-hmm. love? And uh, what is it that we really can come to back to that foundational piece? And of course, uh, when the... Uh, uh, teachers were, um, or the or excuse me, the Pharisees uh, went up to Jesus in uh, Matthew 22, and they said, "Teacher, which is the greatest commandment of the law?" They really weren't wanting to know that. They mm-hmm. were trying to trick him because there's a whole lot of different commandments, and and Jesus, with the wisdom of God, because he was God, was mm-hmm. able to say this: uh, "Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment." And the second is like it, love your neighbor as yourself. Mm-hmm. Then he goes on to say, all the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. You know, I just, uh, that is repeated over and over and over again. Um, it's true. But do yeah. we really stop and think about what it means? You know, the, the, the easy part is love God mm-hmm. um, in regards to what we remember and love your neighbor as yourself. How often do we really do those? It's hard. To, I mean, it's really, it's true when you think about it. Well, and then also loving yourself, too. I mean, mm. when you go down to it, you can't really love your neighbor until you really tru- truly love yourself. And then how much are you really loving God if you're not loving yourself, too? So Explain that, Kim. 
What does that mean? <laughs> oh, gosh. I don't know. It can, people can take it all different ways. I mean, God made you in his image. And you really, when you look in the mirror every single day, from your eyes to your nose to your ears, I have this little picture that um, my daycare made of my son and just showing the different pictures that God made of him, um, of his that little nose and his little ears mm. and stuff. God made that. He planned it all out. And people look in the mirror every day and sometimes look in there and they'll, for ladies, they'll see pimples or guys, their hair's out of place or they just don't like the way they look that day or they're a little bloated or something. You know, those, those things that we take for granted every day and we look in the mirror, it's like, if you're not truly loving yourself, how can you really love God with all your heart? Um, like the Bible says. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, those are just those things on the outside, but then also getting deeper into it. I mean, just the things that we beat ourselves up over. It's like, oh, I missed that deadline or, oh, I'm, I don't have that done yet. And just those things we beat ourselves up at work and things like that too. And then, yeah. So. You know, and it, it, it's remarkable to hear this. Uh, you and I are a couple of years apart in age. Um, as a matter of fact, <laughs> your, your dad and I are about the same age. That's true. And uh, <laughs> so, um, you know, to hear you say that, Kim, at, at your young age, it took me years to get that as yourself part mm-hmm. it took me years. Um, I got the part down where love God. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a no brainer, you know, to love him. He's the creator. He's done all these amazing things. And he's also given us his son, Jesus, mm-hmm. that we could spend eternity with him. Um, in spite of being sinners and in spite of the f- mistakes that we make, you know, that, that forgiveness is there. And then he goes on to say, love your neighbors yourself. Now I've really had a hard time mm-hmm. with that one a little bit, you know, um, sometimes have a hard time with loving God. Because yeah. um, he didn't do everything I way I want him to be done, uh, but when we get over that to realize he's God and I'm not, mm-hmm. um, that's helpful. But these neighbors, man, I want to tell you what. Sometimes, and I don't mean the people living on either side of my house. I'm talking about neighbors in general, and, and mm-hmm. our homeless neighbors, mentally ill, drug addicted, um, people who have committed some pretty bad crimes in life, mm-hmm. uh, people that just don't want to want to follow the rules. Uh, People, you know, who, you know, really who I think was really excluded from this uh, love your neighbor is people who are stupid drivers. Um, I think that those Missouri are the ones. Missouri drivers. That, that Missouri, <laughs> oh, yeah, no kidding, no kidding. Um, I have some certain uh, vehicles that um, get in front of me out on the highway, and I know that they're going to be a bad driver, mm-hmm. and I won't go there. But anyway, <laughs> I just know, and I have a really judgment against them, <clears throat> and, and I want to say things and do things, but I know I better not. But, um, you know, I mean, there, there are people irritate us. Mm-hmm. They do, but true love or what love looks like is in spite of that. God says, love your neighbor. Second commandment, greatest, the first one, which is kind of hard to put together. Mm-hmm. Love God. But he equates that commandment of loving your neighbor like the first one mm-hmm. of loving him. And so people irritate us. That's a, a tough one. But he says, go beyond that because probably we irritate God too. And he says, you know, if you're going to uh, follow me, we're going to do this together. Mm-hmm. You know, But that love yourself piece. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you come to that conclusion? Other than it says it. <laughs> it says it, but also it's a daily struggle. I mean, honestly, I mean, it's just our selfish, we're human. And so just learning to love yourself, really, it's a daily struggle, I feel like. And you really have to dive into the word and trust in the Lord to really start to learn to love yourself too. Um, and then also you can't rely on everyone else. You can't rely on your husband to say you're beautiful every morning or your wife to say um, you look handsome today or even friends. I mean, because a lot of people rely on what other people say. you got to rely on what the Lord tells you. 
um, me saying this doesn't mean I have it together because it is, it's, it's a daily struggle for me. I mean, I put my makeup on every morning and, um, one of the things I learned for girls when we're putting our makeup on at a marriage, um, conference I went to, um, the lady was talking about praying as you're putting your makeup on, like pray as your foundation, putting your foundation on, pray for a solid foundation for you. And as you're putting on your eye makeup, for your eyes to be open to the things around you, just those things, um, I mean, it was really good because you don't think about that as ladies, you're putting your makeup on those things to help you through the day. So the simple prayers um, as you're going to prepare you for their day, too. So. You know, and I, that's great. And I think that um, it is God has called us to truly love our neighbors, even though they irritate us and they drive stupid sometimes and <laughs> drive us stupid sometimes, is that we can't really love them until mm-hmm. we learn to love ourselves. Mm-hmm. I, I was in ministry for years and... Uh, I had a, I had somebody um, uh, came to me with a dream that they had, and they said, you know, I had a dream uh, last night that you um, were on your front porch of your house. I don't have a front porch of my house, you know, so anyway. But they said you were on the front porch of your house, and people were coming by, and you were handing loaves of bread out to them. Mm. And you kept handing out day and night, day and night, day and night, but you never took a loaf for yourself. And so I thought, okay. I said, what else? Like, well, no, that was it. End of dream. Mm-hmm. And I thought, okay. A couple of weeks passed, and I had a conversation with a guy that said, you know, Barry, what does it really mean, the greatest commandments? And I was having lunch with him, and so I'm doing my pastoral type of uh, uh, talking about this and unpacking mm-hmm. it and that kind of thing. But I kept going around the yourself piece. Mm-hmm. Later that afternoon, I had a missionary um, guy that I'd never met before. He came in, and he said, Barry, have you thought of what it means to love yourself? And I thought, oh, here we go, uh, talking about it at noon, talking about it now. Mm-hmm. On the way home that night, um, my daughter, my oldest daughter, Rebecca, calls me. She lives in Washington, D.C., and she said, Dad, i got a question for you. Do you love yourself? Mm-hmm. So three times in one day, I said, why are you asking me this? She said, I've known you a long time. She said, you do a lot for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You feed a lot of people. You shelter a lot of people. And she said, have you ever taken time to really do what Jesus said to love yourself? And I go, Beck, I don't think I have. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, well, God, what are you doing with me? And so I'm sitting uh, late at night on my bed, and I'm processing the day. Had lunch with a guy who was talking about it. He was asking me questions. Had a missionary from around the world that brought it up to you. I had my own kid call me, and I said, okay, what am I supposed to pay attention to? And then he brought that person's dream back to me, that you're handing out and giving to somebody, but you're not giving to yourself. Mm-hmm. And I thought, God, what does this really mean? And I really felt like he spoke to my spirit and said, if you don't love yourself, you don't love what I made. Mm-hmm. If you don't love yourself, you don't love what I made. And if you don't love what I made, you can't love me. That's true. And I thought, God, all these years, my goodness, it's now getting to this. <laughs> That's why I'm saying, how did you arrive at this, Kim? <laughs> um, I think a lot of times that we struggle to love God, we struggle to love our neighbor because we don't love ourselves. Yeah. Because how in the world can we, how can we claim to love a God and hate ourselves when we're saying, God, I hate what you made? You know, I like the way you made me. I don't like I don't like my nose, or I don't like my mm-hmm. weight, or I don't like my height, or I don't like my skin color, or I don't like my 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 lack of intellect, or whatever the case <laughs> might be. I don't like this, and 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 so if I don't like me, mm-hmm. I can't like the one who made me. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of folks that come into the mission don't like themselves. Yeah. And uh, one of the things that we're learning here is how do we help them to understand that that God loves them? Mm-hmm. That's one huge, huge um, 
obstacle that a lot of people, how can God love me when he's let all this kind of stuff happen to me? Mm-hmm. You know, homelessness, lost my family, lost my health. Um, why am I mentally ill? Why am I a drug addicted? Why am I mm-hmm. this? You know, we have a lot of people now that are in wheelchairs and walkers and and uh, use canes to get around and neck braces. I mean, like I've never seen before. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people are questioning, how could a God love me mm-hmm. and let these things happen to me? And there, that is a legitimate question. Yeah. That is a legitimate question. But oftentimes they'll never get there until they know they're okay. Yeah. They're okay. Kim, in your uh, vast experience here at the rescue mission, when you started, <laughs> I think it's seven years old. And again, you and your, your dad and I are pretty close to the same age. What, what have you learned about the folks that come into the rescue mission and how they feel about themselves? You know, it's a, it's, just, it's a range of individuals. Well, at least it seems like that on the surface when you talk to somebody. They may seem like they have it all together. And they're like, I've got this and this and this and I'm ready to go. And then there's those that are coming in that are rock bottom that just want to tell their story a lot of times or just want to sit next to somebody and just be heard. Um, but and then a lot of times there's those individuals that have no hope. Um, like I said, rock bottom um, and really don't want to talk to anyone at the time, too. Um, and or keep to themselves. And then it's hard to figure out where they need to go from there. Um, we try to help them set those little small goals. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it could be just going and get your driver's license, finding the paperwork to get your driver's license, those small steps. Um, we try to do that. And that really does help them see that we're here to help them. Um, just stopping and looking and listening and just kind of giving those little stepping stones for them. Um, but people come into the mission in all ranges of learning to love themselves. I mean, the process never have, never will, just because of the traumas they've have in their lives. I mean, they think never will, but they will eventually. We hope and pray. Um, but it's just, it really is a hard thing. It is very difficult. And, 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 and oftentimes we make poor decisions mm-hmm. uh, because we don't feel okay about ourselves. Mm-hmm. We think this is my lot in life. This is the only thing I'm worth. Um, a uh, guy who was a sociologist uh, years ago said that, um, his name was Tony Campalo. Mm-hmm. He said something along the lines is, you will become just like the most important or influential person in your life said you'll become. Mm. So you look at Ben Carson. He was raised in poverty. Um, he uh, ran for president of the United States. Before that, he was a famous neurosurgeon, one of the most brilliant people in the whole wide world. Um, he is a director of, of HUD now. Um, had a chance to meet with him once. Um, very humble man. But his mother said, you will become great. Mm. You will become great. Where one of his neighbors was probably told just the opposite. Oh, yeah. And so they emulated what they were told. And oftentimes the folks that come to the mission have been told, you're nobody. So you're not going to be okay. Um, you're a bum. You're an addict. You're this side of the other thing. And that's what they own. Mm-hmm. And they walk through life. And one of the biggest challenges that they face and we face is to help them to understand that's not okay. That's Mm -hmm. not them. That is not true. That they are a creation of God and that in spite of some limitations, which we all have, they are valuable. Mm -hmm. And that's really what really true love is, is for us to help them to understand they're valuable. And sometimes that's a little hard because of behaviors and lots and lots of people here and you got to get 
maybe a thousand people through the lunch line and dinner line and breakfast line every day. And, and you got uh, more people in the mission than you can handle. And you got tent cities growing up around the community and those kind of things. But I think that if we can, as a community, mm-hmm. our community, our mission, come together and first of all, maybe learn how valuable we are mm-hmm. individually to God and to community because he made us, it's going to make it a lot easier for us to go to someone else and see them in the lens that God wants us to see ourselves in. Yeah. That we are a precious, precious creation of God. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow's Valentine's Day. Um, maybe is. you are like Kim and I. We haven't figured out what we're going to get our spouse yet. We haven't figured out what we're going to do. We haven't figured out um, what kind of time it's going to take to do it. Chick-fil-A, that sounds really good. Another <laughs> plug. Um, so... Thank you for listening to our community, our mission of Topeka Rescue Mission. Uh, We were able to unpack just a little bit of what the Lord said when he said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, with all your mind. First and greatest commandment. Second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. Thank you for joining us with our community, our mission. If you'd like to support the Topeka Rescue Mission, you can go to trmonline.org, trmonline.org. Or text on your phone, TRM Give to 77977. TRM Give to 77977. Thank you, Kim, and thank you for joining us for our community, our mission. <laughs>